International. up mountain dudes and dorito girls my name is sana the dorito girl i'm ben the mountain dude hey ben hey happy new year happy new year yeah i guess this will come out after the new year happy new year greetings yes i hope your holidays were full of cheer and video games and anime (laughs) and wrestling and hentai and wrestling fast food Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was a great time. Had the, all the whole family in, in my parents' house. So now that now we've got a, a new addition, our nie- my niece Avalon. So she was the star of the show, and yeah, we had a lot of fun. And so it's always a good time. We like to you know drink and talk shit and yeah, play, play games, hang out. So how about y'all? Uh, it was good. It was, yeah, it was good. It was pretty relaxing. Nice. Um, it's the way to go. We just kind of laid around and watched movies and shit, mm-hmm. which was very a welcome respite from our normal insane <laughs> life. Yeah. Just take a little break, you know? What'd you, what'd you watch? Um, I don't know. We watched a lot of shit um we wa- of course we watched bright that came out oh yeah what'd you think of that there's woof there's been yeah there's woof similar to star wars in that critics were like this sucks and then but i've seen lots of people like anecdotally online and stuff just be like man that was good uh, yeah, i like that a lot can't say it's about race and stuff ugh, can't say yeah. i share those same opinions um i thought it was absolute garbage yeah I've, i mean that's what critics think i we're recording this on a rare weekend morning that's right uh and i actually just got back from having coffee with a friend of mine that i that uh goes to the same film festivals and shit as i do Mm -hmm. uh and we were just talking shit about that movie we haven't (laughs) seen each other in a while so i'm yeah i'm curious to watch it just for the bizarre factor it's it's very long no that's i mean it feels really long well you know any movie with orcs has to be really (laughs) warcraft lord of the rings this it's even modern orcs a lot to handle for me well um but yeah christmas was good good. i didn't get any video games surprisingly but i did get a lot of like nintendo gift cards okay it's kind of the same deal playstation gift cards surprisingly Mm -hmm. i got a few games i got doom for the switch of course me about that yeah hell yeah i also got uh what else i get i got tekken 7 Oh, really? That was what I talked about. How that's like a game that I would like to receive as a gift, but I probably wouldn't buy. And then I also got um, Final Fantasy twelve Zodiac Age. Mm. Yeah, remaster on PS4. So, cool. Yeah. That's That'll be, be fun. Good. Oh, and Di- oh, damn, I got quite a few. And Diablo uh, for uh, Xbox, because they just recently uh, did the 4K on that. And uh, I hopped back in on that a little bit, played a little bit of that. And that's, man, it's so fun. It's just so like, just chill, just sit back and just hack shit up. And it looks pretty good, all up and and shit. So yeah, I got a, I got quite a few. Damn. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize. Wow, I feel blessed. That's why for Black Friday I have to go out and buy all the video games. Yeah, for I myself. mean that's usually. See, I did the Amazon wish list, and then I was like, hey, Cyber Monday. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of this shit's on sale right now. If you want to jump on it, I think that's <laughs> how you know you gotta you gotta pressure the folks to do it. Uh, well, I guess let's get right into it. Of course, this will be our. Uh, 
kind of game of the year, uh, yes. end of year review extravaganza yeah. award show. <laughs> yes, uh, but to kick it off, actually, uh, speaking of games that were on sale over Black Friday, hell yeah, weekend and Cyber Monday, etc. I just want to announce two games that probably would have been on my list had I have not oh. forgotten to buy them gotten, on Black Friday. Got to them too late. I, I fucked up and forgot. I talked about this before. I forgot why I wanted to go to Best Buy to get a video game. I thought I got everything that I needed from Target. Such an antiquated thing to go to a store to get a game. I know, but you know, <laughs> but you can get some the good deals, thrill though. of it That's is true. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to stretch your legs you get to after get out of the eating house. a yeah. bunch of Thanksgiving yes. food. Um, but the biggest miss for me this year that I just, I know that this would have been probably in my top five if not top three mm-hmm. is near automata oh yes i didn't get it i fucked up it was on sale for super mm-hmm. cheap on black friday yep. and i just really fucked that one up yeah i thought you uh, yes i do think you would have liked it, probably more than i did and a lot of people really love that game. yeah it's on a lot of game of the year uh, lists and it is good um, but yeah I picked it up on digital so it's like I can't let you borrow it I know I know I, on sale. yeah I'm I'm gonna get around to that one for sure yeah. I mean there were games last year that I said I was gonna get around to that I still have not played but yep. it just happens yeah this year backlog. I'm definitely gonna play that game yeah it's cool the it's other interesting. the other one that probably would have been on my list that I also didn't get is Yakuza uh, Zero. Zero yeah that's been on a few I've seen that I love that series and again this one just mm-hmm. i have slipped through my hands somehow i think i game flied that for a little bit and played a little bit of it and uh i wish i could have dug deeper in it because there's so much to do it mm-hmm. and they're so funny and quirky mm-hmm. and they, but the combat's fun and brutal and yeah they're I, those are great games i'm glad that they um uh, like started to do well over here me too was there a third nope that's oh was damn because the i could have sworn I don't think you played this. The Dream Daddy Dating Simulator? Uh, Did you play that? Funny you should mention that. So last night, uh, I was like... I've been... This might be weird for you guys. I've been sick the past few days. (laughs) Jesus. I'm never in good health, apparently. Um, But I've been sick the past few days, and Ethan had a show last night, uh, and... Uh, there was work shit going on. I haven't been feeling well. So I stayed home last night and I was actually trying to kind of rush the last few games that I needed to play. <laughs> Power through. Uh, some of them will be on the list. Uh, actually, you know what? We'll just start off with the ones on my honorable mentions. Sure, let's go through our honorable mentions. One of which is Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy. Didn't get far enough into it. I would have liked to have played it more. So you did get to play I a little bit. Played of it. it last night. Nice. Have Just you been it. able to choose a daddy? Is like, are you a daddy or are you choosing? You're a daddy, a daddy today? choosing a daddy. Ooh, have you so. chosen a daddy? No. Mm, do you have a favorite so far? Uh, I don't know. They're all good. They're all I mean, sexy hunks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all <laughs> nice boys. Yeah. Um. I guess how I I have five written down, I've four written down. I've got three. We'll go through yours and then I'll go through mine. Okay, so Dream Daddy for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club. I've, yes, that's I've seen that on a few lists too. Yeah, I'm also I feel like I haven't gotten far enough into it to really get. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to the part where it twists yet. Yeah, I guess. Either. Yeah, right. Um, which I feel like is that that's really the turning point for where sure. people 
love the game or are like, well, eh. that's good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that game, it, the animation's really good. Um, the writing is. I mean, that's pretty much what it good. is. It's just like a visual, visual novel. novel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's really cute. Uh, it's cool too. That game is, so Dream Daddy is actually on sale right now on Steam. So Maybe. if you're interested in it, now would be the time to buy feeling it. Feeling a little lonely. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club is a game that's free. So you can oh, wow. pay what you want for it. That. That's cool. Um, super cool. Yeah. And of course I paid the full price for it. So I got a, an what, like art book. 15, 20 bucks or something. 10 bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I donated to the developers too. That's cool. Um, and then I also played Butterfly Soup. Um, mm-hmm. This game is hard for me to place because I feel like this game easily could be my number 10 and it's kind of interchangeable with 10 on my list. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Butterfly Soup is really good. It's another visual novel. Um, this one takes place uh, with teenagers or freshmen in high school Ooh, right as meat. Prop 8 is being voted on oh so that's gay marriage Hmm, yeah and it's about these uh girls these women of color and they're kind of discovering their sexuality and so it's about like them coming to terms with who they are Hmm. and and their relationships with each other Hmm. it's it's a cute little it's cool indie game story yeah Mm -hmm. That one is also for free or pay full price of nice. $5 and sure. you get an art book and shit with Might it. Might as well. Toss them some cash. Yeah. That's it was cool. really good. Hmm. It's All a right. very like... I haven't even heard of that one. Interesting story. Yeah, right. That's cool that games are starting to become... Some of them are starting to become very good narratives and stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This one is really good. We'll see some other indie narrative stories for sure on my yeah, top I'm list, sure. as you would expect mm-hmm. I, I don't, at this uh, point. <laughs> not so many. Well, kind of, but not for so many for me. Uh, and then the last game that would be in my honorable mentions, I don't think I could ever have this in the series in a top 10 list uh, personally, but uh, <laughs> call of duty world of war. Oh, uh, all right. Well, yeah, it's a great game. They did really did a great job. I mean, kudos they to them should. for going back to time yeah, they need to. when they needed to. Yes. Um, but the, the multiplayer is really fun. It, better be. it, the controls are good. Spot on. Um, yeah, it's just a really great game. I mean, there's, yeah, you cannot, if there's anything, you may not like Call of Duty, but you cannot deny that it is a very well-made game. Yeah, and, and this one, this one, I feel like the past few, they're well-made, but they, the, they start, the actual substance They started sucks. getting a little derivative with the yeah. future stuff, yeah. Yeah, this one is a return to form, and it's just, it's a really fucking good game. That's cool. I want to play through that campaign. Yeah. Once Ethan gets bored with the multiplayer, I'll let you borrow it. Um, yeah, and those are my honorable mentions. All right. Well, I've got a few. i got three honorable mentions. They're all sequels. They're all deuces. They're all number twos. We'll start out with Injustice 2 by NetherRealm Studios. I mean, always a big Mortal Kombat fan. And Injustice 2 is super fun. It's um, great combat. It's, you know, obviously the DC characters. They've really uh, did a great job of... Um, improving what was already there from the first Injustice, and then, you know, really fixing the character models, some of the, f- the faces on these characters, some of the best I've seen. And it's just super fun. And it does have a little bit of the microtransaction stuff, but it's l- with loot boxes, but the whole game is based off gear, and I don't really have a problem with that because they give you a lot of boxes. Um, but it is a little problematic. So with that, it didn't reach my top 10. 
Another sequel that was on there um, that didn't reach the top 10 but should be mentioned is Evil Within 2. Again, another huge improvement over the original game. First game was I enjoyed a lot because I'm a big fan of Resident Evil, but it had its fucking problems, especially with performance. Uh, this time, it's obvious that they've learned from uh, their mistakes in the previous game, and they made a really awesome kind of Re- Resident Evil 4-ish uh, you know, great survival horror game. Super, I really recommend it if you're into uh, into the old school Resident Evil um yeah i unfortunately i don't think it sold very well so i don't know if we'll get an evil within three um but still this is a good one and finally another one that sequel that did not very came came close to making it but did not make my top 10 list destiny 2 um destiny 2 super good it's really awesome uh unfortunately i just played 10 more games that i liked a little bit better but destiny 2 man it did a lot to improve over the original game um I want to hop back on there and I, the unfortunate thing is I have so many games that I want to play right now, but if I can see myself, if destiny was like, if I could have to just pick a game to play for, you know, the six months that I can't there's not much other stuff I would play. I'd really think I'd lean toward destiny too, just because that gameplay is on point. It's just shooting feels so great. And there's from a studio that has a great pedigree. And that means that they had invested a lot of money in it. And that also means that it looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So, but unfortunately, there. when I thought about it and wrote everything down, I was like, Destiny 2, I played 10 more games that I liked slightly better. So, it made my honorable mention. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder where that will turn up on my I know. I, mean, I was, yeah, but that's the thing is, you're, you are a bigger Destiny fan than I am for sure. Yeah. You're, well, I also, I mean, you've invested the, more time into it. Right. Too. And the, yeah, well, maybe we'll get into that later if mm-hmm. it made my top 10 list. Ooh. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, let's go ahead and kick it off with number 10 then. All right. Let's do it. All right. So, number 10 for me, and again, this is what I would kind of interchangeable with butterfly soup for me number 10 is life is strange before the storm right yeah yeah now this game and why it's interchangeable with uh with butterfly soup for me this game is very good it's also really dealing with that same kind of conversation of sexuality Mm -hmm. and discovering yourself and Mm -hmm. coming of age kind of thing yeah it's a really great story but it's only good if you've played the first mm. uh, Life is, is Strange. But this prequel, though, which it, is weird. Right. It's a prequel, but you're really... I feel like it. it's not as good of a game as the original Life is Strange. So you would recommend, then, if you were going to jump into this franchise, play it the order it came out, not necessarily yes, the order of the story. Absolutely. You're, you're going to... I feel like this... Yes, you have to play it in the order. There's, mm. there's no way that this story would be as impactful yeah, that makes sense. if you haven't played the original life is sure. strange first sure um that being said it's a great game it's just it's not nearly as good as the first hmm. one but the subject matter and the writing is much heavier yeah uh it's just it hits know, more need, home with me i, I guess play those need to get in on them they're fucking good i know i have the first one because they gave that for free i guess on ps and i think the sexy no 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 it's not but anyway, yes, I knew, I know I need to play those. God damn it. <laughs> um, anything else to say about that? No. Okay. So my number 10 then for games of 2017 by Arcane Studios is Prey. This is one I didn't get to finish, but I did put a fair amount of time in. And man, is it, it's the definition of a sandbox shooter. Shooter slash venture game slash horror. 
the, what's so great about it is like you can there's so many ways to tackle a scenario whether that's with your powers whether it's with your weaponry uh, just manipulating going through the level just playing with the AI it's obviously a spiritual successor to, from System Shock Bioshock and all those games except this one there's a lot more choice and you just have a lot of abilities and it kind of ramps up at a really good pace um, yeah Prey was really good and again unfortunately this is one I don't think sold very well um, but yeah Good job, Arcane. Those guys are from Austin, too, so that's really cool. Um, so, Prey is my number 10 game of the year. Damn. <laughs> uh, all right, for me, number nine. Okay, I did not get far enough at all into this game for me to even probably really fairly put this on my list, but to me... Not playing it is what makes this game one of the best games of the year. Well, that's uh, that's saying something. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. This game is so fucking scary. Yes. It's so scary that I couldn't finish playing the game. (laughs) That... If that's not effective for yep. how good the game is, then mm-hmm. I don't know what could possibly it's be. It's true. It's a cool it, reinvention of the formula, too. Yes. They succeeded. It, it looks amazing. It plays really well. The characters are mm-hmm. fascinating. Creepy. Yeah, all of it, them are it's unique. It's so scary. And it is, it's a return to form for Resident Evil. Yeah. About if, back to being creepy. Dude. Yeah. It's not it's, about action. No, it's so, it's such a good game. I, it's just, it's too fucking scary for me to <laughs> play it. Too unfortunately. spooky. That makes it number nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, all right. My number nine game of the year is by uh, Studio MDHR, Studio Murder. I don't know. Cuphead is mm. my number nine game of the year. Obviously, you just look at it. It's a game where you can just look at it and just enjoy it. Um, But what I also enjoyed about it was that they weren't like, hey, everybody seems to love this aesthetic. Let's also make it accessible to everybody. They were like, no, it's going to be fucking hard. And I kind of appreciate that. Uh, Even though I have not finished it, I've I've gotten to kind of like a stopping point. Um, And we played it at our uh, Mm -hmm. our last... um, to our last event together and it was it was that was kind of my first time digging into the co-op and that's kind of fun uh, but di- more difficult too of trying to save your partner and everything uh, but yeah that animation style I really want to see what the studio does next and if they continue with like an animation style uh, gameplay and stuff but yeah Cuphead mwah, probably some <laughs> of the best graphics of the year too <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. And here is where people are going to be pissed at me. Oh, right. I'm already in. Number. (laughs) Oh, my God. Already. Uh, (laughs) God damn it. Okay. Well, number eight for me. Uh, ugh, sorry. Number eight for me is Super Mario Odyssey. Whoa. All right. But it's still in the top 10. It's in the top 10. It's a great game. It really is a great game. It's really fun to be in that universe, of course. Puts a smile on your face. It's, uh, I, I like the added costumes. That's mm-hmm. fun. I mean, Cosplay obviously Mario. I'm going to like that, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, the, the worlds are very fun. The interaction with the characters is pretty fun. It's really gratifying when you find one of the moons that's off the yeah, beaten path. or whatever. Um, I, you feel really rewarded when you do that, mm-hmm. but, um, and cool. it's a great platformer too. They do really, a really great job with like, I, I mean, the platforming is fucking yeah, perfect. Controls so well. And yeah, it's yes, that's Nintendo down to a T, but, but, um, it's not, 
uh, this is a heavy butt for me. I've played every single Mario game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people getting this switch and playing this game, maybe the first Mario that they've played in a while. Yeah, since 64 or something. Right. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, I know that a lot of people didn't have the Wii U, so I know yeah. that a lot of people didn't play they that Mario on that one. Yeah, may have played Galaxy, but that was still a long time ago. Right. I think Galaxy for a lot of people was the last Mario that they played. Mm-hmm. And I think that from one. Galaxy to this, you're definitely going to think that this is the best mario game for me it's not too far from the other mario games that have come out between now and Mm -hmm. galaxy it it's just it's not that really that it they're not reinventing the wheel here it's the same kind of shit it's fine-tuned for sure but i would expect that with the progress that we've made technologically since Mm -hmm. since then but um the other thing for me is that the parts that I enjoyed most of the game are the 2D parts. So yeah, those are fun. I, Super cool throwbacks. I guess I would rather play a 2D the Mario. New, the new Super Mario Brothers games or something? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if that's like I'm I'm too old and that's my comfort zone yeah. and I, I can't break out of that. Um, but those are that's my favorite part of the game. Yeah, and there's a whole generation of gamers that really didn't you know, they, sure, obviously, they probably played the original Super Mario's, you know, all the way through three, but they really grew up on Mario 64. That's the right, Mario. Right. So this is hearkening back to that. So that's also nostalgic for them, too. Right. So. Well, I love, I mean, I love Mario 64. Yeah, Mario 64 has a phenomenal soundtrack. I, like the fucking, I forget what the goddamn name of it is, but the underwater song. Oh, like, yeah. I love that song. The mm. song's a jammer. <laughs> and just the, the paint, the paintings when you would like jump into mm-hmm. them everything i just that was revolutionary i love that game that game's great and for when this game came out when super mario odyssey came out a lot of people were saying like oh this is the new like this is the the redo of 64 and right. it's like uh i like 64 better yeah well it is that you would you'd be hard pressed i think you can take that argument either way i think you can go like 64 is the overall better game but I think somebody can make a good argument that maybe Mario Odyssey could could totally. be in the running. But that's the thing about it. It's a Mario game. So right. that's what's awesome. They're at this fucking tier. Right. And they've maintained this high quality level. Totally. Of, uh, they rarely falter with Mario. No. And I mean, the textures are great. It looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. The controls work really well 90% of the time. Yeah. Um, I, I also don't really like, uh, I guess, another detriment and why it would be so low on my list is that uh, it also, it's annoying to me that I don't get the same experience if I'm playing it in handheld. There's some control functions that That's you literally that can't do if you're playing it yeah, in handheld. Yeah, some alternate things. Which is... Them detrimental to playing the game yeah they're not yeah they're not vital but they're but they are useful that's yeah. just true so yeah it does so, but yeah all right yeah but i mean it's still still made it in the top 10 yeah great it's game. a great game it's just it's not a top five mm-hmm. for me all right well my number eight is hellblade senua's sacrifice by ninja theory uh man this was a really cool game it's a really great concept of taking like a really big budget but making it a shorter game and pricing it at a lower price point um you know, with the people talking about how uh, AAA gaming is can be getting way too expensive, and obviously with the loot box stuff, they're trying to find ways to make more money or, you know, offset costs and stuff like this. I like this idea by Ninja Theory to go like, hey, we're going to make some really big budget and a heady game, but we're going to price it a little bit lower. And um, 
we hope that you guys will, will buy into this. And they did a great job. Um, Ninja Theory has made some pretty decent games in the past, but this is probably their best. And it really, the cool idea of tackling... Um, schizophrenia and stuff and i don't know how accurate it is but i do know that the the, ga- uh, the game developers did approach it with you know you, you know with gentle hands and and did the best that they could but some of the audio tricks that they do if you're wearing a pair of headphones and trying to you know you're embodying senua um really make you think is this what it's like to kind of have schizophrenia and the lighting tricks and stuff that they do plus the combat's not too bad and it looks awesome um so i just also like again like i said i like that idea of let's let's be uh creative in our pricing they do that a little more on pc um but still keep the budgets high and have some great you know visuals and and a cool idea or story um but not have to throw you know 15 20 30 50 million dollars into one game i really um, want to play that it's game a cool so. game yeah super cool did i i think i got that physically oh did you i thought you downloaded it. maybe i did download it i'll double check though but yeah if i do have it i'll let you borrow it but yeah it's it's pretty yeah, cool and it's and game. it's not too long it's you know it's fairly short um but interesting throughout and uh yeah again looks great but so kudos to ninja theory for uh, i hope you guys experiment more in the future like this number seven Whoa. this okay this game came totally out of left field for me uh splatoon 2 well yeah dude i this, played that <laughs> it's so fucking good I know. Lots uh, of people like it yeah i i love shooters um i do i, I don't know i just really like shooters mm-hmm. i like the competitive aspect of shooters too i if i i feel like splatoon 2 has really been shoved down the Nintendo community's Was throat. The thing, yes. Or yeah. not two, but just but the Splatoon series yeah, is obviously, mm-hmm. they're really trying to make something happen with that. Um, and I was really anti Splatoon, but when it when Splatoon 2 came out, it happened to be one of the only games out for the, the Switch. Time, yeah. So, you know, I got it right away and it's just, it's so fun to hop right back into that game. It's not a toxic community, no, which yeah. is really nice. Which is good. It's kind of a, a nice breath of fresh air and in a shooter. Nintendo's, yeah, community needs to be that way too. So, uh, And it's just, it's really fun. I like customizing the clothing. The characters are all really cute and funny and quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really great game. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I need to try it. Never would have thought that I <laughs> would have yeah. enjoyed that. <laughs> but lots of people really dig Splatoon. Like, I know some people who are diehard Splatoon, like, super competitive about it. And, uh, damn, I need a, that's one I need to jump on. <laughs> uh, number seven for me is Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, wow. Ubisoft. That's lower than I would have expected. Uh, it's really good, but it's still a lot of the same. It, they've... They, but they've really kind of honed the formula of Assassin's Creed. There's not as much uh, collectible bullshit around. In fact, there's really very few items. And the things that you do are supposed to try to collect or clear are eventually like weapons or they are useful items. So it's not just shit to collect shit. But uh, so they've kind of worked on the formula a bit and uh, fine tuned it. But God damn, does that game look fucking incredible in 4K. And I understand in HDR, it's some of the best, most realistic lighting uh, you can see in a game. It is fucking gorgeous. And you couple that with the incredible animation uh, for your, at least for your main character. You're still going to see a lot of weird bugs throughout the game, but that's part of Assassin's Creed charm. Uh, but it's cool. This one going back, you know, going to Egypt and then exploring the origins of the um, the Assassin's Guild. I don't really, I haven't really learned a lot about the origins, but by God, does Egypt look fucking amazing. And it plays great. Combat's a lot better. Um, weapons have, uh, you know, some custom animations and stuff. Um and uh, Bayek, the main character, is a pretty likable dude, and he's cool, and he's different from your average uh, protagonist in video games. So, uh, yeah, 
really like Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, but let's let's uh, take a couple years in between uh, in between uh, <laughs> and the next episode, please. I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow that from you too. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, number six for me. Cuphead. Ooh, yeah, baby. This is a great game. I think everyone expected it to be a great game. Yeah, just uh, look at it. Right, just by looking at it. <laughs> um, the fact that it's actually a good game mm. outside of just the way that it looks is what pushes it so high on the yeah, list for me exactly um i i'm not very good at the game like everyone else is not <laughs> very tough. good at the game um you know and i stopped playing for a little while and like you said earlier uh you know we played the multiplayer together mm-hmm. and you know i'm not i'm not good at the game it's no tough. one is good it's at the game tough, dude. but playing it together though and i feel like you and i are are good enough or at least yes, like similar we level skilled yes right that uh that was like a whole new challenge and it a was, whole yeah. new world of playing the game it's fucking tough man especially them goddamn frogs that turn into a slot machine <laughs> and shoot some shit out and then fuck those frogs yeah it's it's just a really fun gameplay experience and as frustrating as it is it's so fun to just sit there and like you get so sucked into just repeatedly playing it until yeah. you beat and you know what, that thing. what does what really does it? That goddamn progress bar after you die. Right. You see how far you get, and you just know if I do one more, I'm going to get a little bit farther. I'm going to beat this thing, but no, it turns out to be you know 25 more tries. But that's what makes the game good. Yeah, I, it's a great game. I definitely, if you haven't played it, it's definitely something you should yeah, hop on. Go out of your way to try to try to get or at least watch it for fuck's sake. All right, number six for me is Wolfenstein 2 New Colossus Damn, by Machine Games and Bethesda. Um, <laughs> Wolfenstein 2 is probably the best story I played this year, and it's so bizarre how the timing of it, and that also played into a factor. I enjoyed the marketing. I like that they were just, you know, let's be real with this. And, uh, you know, because we're, we were dealing with some bizarre shit this year in our country. And Wolfenstein kind of tackles that in, in a weird way where it's an alternate history. And in the 60s, the Nazis have taken over America and white America just rolled over and let them do it. And uh, wow, that's kind of interesting. But unfortunately, the gameplay kind of took a little bit of a mm, sidestep. It didn't it didn't get it didn't get that much better than the previous games. And I think some of the level design may not have been as good as the original Wolfenstein, but still well worth playing because of that story. And uh, just probably lower the difficulty level. And don't forget to dual wield. This is not a cover shooter. Just rush in and destroy shit. And um, but yeah, so I'm 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 eager. I'm hopeful. I think I might pick up the season pass. And I don't rarely do that just to get the DLC because I assume that the stories for the DLC characters that they have. I think it's like a few different episodes are going to be just as good as the um, as the main story. So yeah, number six, Wolfenstein Two. Okay, great job. Before we get into our top five. Let's take a break and talk about the games that we're most excited for coming out next year. All right, fair enough. We were talking about this outside before we started recording. Uh, I This year, there were a lot of good games this year. But for me, I think next year is going to be fucking... There's so much good shit coming out next year. Um, there, if I it mean, stays for next year. <laughs> right, right, That's the thing. right. That's the hard part. I mean, for sure, there. I know that there are... There are for sure three games 
that I know are coming out next yeah. year confirm that I'm very excited about uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which comes oh, out later yeah, this that month. Does look good. Uh, I've already got my pre-order. I cannot wait to play that game. I like watching just people stream or you know put YouTube video. Maximilian Dude does YouTube videos of him playing that game. It just it's fucking awesome. It's like Cuphead. It it's so awesome good. to watch. It looks yeah. like a, you're watching the anime, but better because like the shit's <laughs> more amplified. The animation and stuff is good. It's obviously they're not reusing cells and shit. It just looks awesome. Yeah, I cannot wait for that game. Um, also, Nino Kuni 2 is coming course, out next yes. year. That's coming out later this month, too. I can't wait for that one. Um, for sure coming out that I'm excited about Far Cry 5. Oh, hell I yeah. cannot wait for that game to come out. Yeah, I want to kill some of those fuckers. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Mm. That's coming mm-hmm. out soon. I see david cage uh, yes Jason. still fun to play to see what he does it's I, all his games you know is quirky and kind of shitty as they are are fucking great they're entertaining as they're hell. so good very entertaining um also last of us 2 i think for sure that's coming out next year yes very good very good chance uh and then uh the ones that i don't know that are coming out next year that i'm really excited for if they come out uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not really going to happen. I think it can, but yes, there's a good <laughs> chance that it... and Because they can do that. Rockstar can just be like, yeah, no, you're not getting it. Just right. fucking wait. And people will be like, fine. Make yeah. it great, please. Yeah. God of War is another mm-hmm. one that may or may not actually come out that I really hope does and I think can't that wait one will. for. I do think that one will. And of course, Kingdom Hearts 3. I uh, will that, eternally that be waiting not, for that. No. <laughs> That will be on your list for the end of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of these, I have the, some of the same. Far Cry 5 is on my list, the most anticipated I game. I fucking can't wait I, for that. It's, it's going to be so fun. Those games are are, are generally very good. And it, it makes me excited to see that what Ubisoft did with Assassin's Creed and kind of trimming the fat on that. They'll probably do that, hopefully, with Far Cry 5 and, you know, make it a little more streamlined and fun. Uh, what else we got here? God of War is another one for me. Just fucking put a beard on Kratos and I'm all in for fuck's <laughs> sakes. And he's got a badass and axe. Viking. Yeah, it looks fucking rad. I mean, he's got a little kid with him, but from the snippet of gameplay I saw, it was some, some really neat interplay with him, like switch, switching out your weapons and stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, so that one's going to be awesome. What else? I definitely read Dead Redemption 2. Of course, that's top. That's probably the most anticipated game I have, uh, but we'll see if Rockstar pushes that one out. I would rather, yeah, like you said, just put, delay it if you need more time with it. Yeah, I'd they be, will. I, Please. I'm the only thing I'm worried about there is what they've done with Grand Theft Auto online, and it is a microtransaction fucking shitstorm. Right. Shark cards. I mean, they've made so much money off that that they have to. I I, I just know that they have to be thinking about how do we put this in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Too, and I'm a little worried there. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. There's been a lot of backlash, but if there's one game that will sell if it has it in there, it'll be a Rockstar game like that. Uh, let's see. One, a couple other ones I'm looking forward to. The Last Night, which is um, that kind of, unfortunately, I think some bad shit came about came out about the developer. I don't recall. But uh, it's that 2D, it looks like one of my favorite games of all time, Flashback. Uh, it's like a cyberpunk thing. Uh, very awesome visuals, utilizing uh, 3D and 2D imagery and stuff. Looks tremendous. Uh, and the other one, one final one I'm looking for, which I think is just going to be probably the best superhero game ever, Spider-Man. Oh, right. Spider-Man Duh. looks fucking yeah. incredible. I totally spaced on that i guess because i'm assuming that that's really not going to come right out yeah there's that that too. too the unfortunate thing is that a lot of the stuff that we just listed uh 
well, is fortunate for Sony because they've got a lot of good stuff lined up. Yeah. Now, there's nothing from Microsoft. Yeah. And the, and the Crackdown 3 is coming out. I'm, I'm, I am eager to see what they do with that. But um, who knows? That's that's the weird thing. There's not a whole lot. But I'm glad that, that I've got the X to at least play stuff like Far Cry 5, Red Dead Redemption in, uh, you know, in, in 4K. But... Man, Sony's got some awesome shit lined up. Yeah, next year like is going to be year. big for Just like Sony. <laughs> They've got them coming. Well, that was a fun uh, deviation Decide, from yes. the path. Uh, all right, so my number five. We're in the top five now. Yes, here we are. <laughs> my number five. <laughs> Dan Ganarampa three. <laughs> killing ceremony. Of killing course. harmony, excuse me. Uh, yeah, okay. I played the other i'm so glad that this game came out this year so i could put it in a top five because the other games are so fucking good (laughs) this one i don't know (laughs) that it's for everyone it probably isn't and i also don't know that i can easily recommend it for everyone if you haven't played the others i feel like maybe you won't there's definitely going to be things that you're going to miss in the humor of the game um but this one as a standalone is a solid game and comparatively to the other games in the series, it's so much better. It's, it's just such an improvement on this series. It's crazy. The writing is so good. The characters are so much more captivating Mm. than the characters in, uh, two. Uh, they're all very unique too, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the second Danganronpa game, they were all like kind of, slightly off clones of the the first game and these ones are all really their own characters nice um it's just so good that (laughs) series is so bizarre there's really nothing else like it yeah it it's great i love it It may not be for everyone but if you're into that shit you're gonna like it yeah i mean i you know i got I got the PS Vita this past year. Uh-huh. There's not really a whole lot of new games that come out no, for it. No, a lot of li- Japanese library full of games. Though. Right. There's a ton of Japanese games. And I just, everyone wrote that those games were great. Mm-hmm. And I just so happened to be like, well, I'll get them and try it. And they're fucking awesome. <laughs> I, it is not a genre that I thought that I would be into. It's not a game that even looked remotely appealing to me. Yeah. But the fact that every single one of them if we were doing a top 10 list of games that I played this year, they would all be <laughs> all the dang and for sure. The They're just really fucking good games. I mean, you're not the only one that says that. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's bizarre, but that's my number five. <laughs> all right. Number five for me uh, by Guerrilla Games and Sony Computer Entertainment Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, yeah, man. Fuck. This is a lot of people's games of the year and I don't a game of the year and I don't doubt that at all. It is. It's great. It is fucking good. Um, it looks incredible. The um, the gameplay is like really solid, like super fun, and uh, the storyline's not too bad either. It actually, it's like hit the hit the trifecta. Of usually, you've only got a couple of good things there, and one thing takes a hit. But all three of those pillars were hit with Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Man, I, obviously this is going to be a series that Sony will continue. And I'm eager to see where, where they go with this. Um, I would like to play the DLC, the like Frozen Wasteland thing, and because that seems like it could be super fun. But um, yeah, it was really awesome. Unfortunately, I played it at the same time I played 
a different game, and that took a little bit more precedence, and you'll hear about that a little further down the list. So, yeah, number five, Horizon Zero Dawn. Kudos, Sony. Great job. Game yeah, I know, right? I haven't played it. Uh, okay, my number four. Uh, you said it earlier. I'm a little bit more invested in this universe. My number four is Destiny 2. Yes. I could easily make an argument for this to be one of my top three games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there's been a lot of uh, turbulence there has with been this. some issues. Yes. Yeah. So this this get the game is really fucking good it is very good it is far superior to the first one Mm -hmm. i mean as many setbacks as there has been with this game uh it hasn't really affected me uh, too much i i guess i don't have as big of an issue with the things that other people have an issue with it really i mean you play it a lot but it seems to be really affected like super duper players those are the ones right up in arms about that kind of stuff right and i guess i'd yeah i have other shit that i need to play i'm not, your whole life is in destiny i mean i've probably put e- easily i would say i've probably put over 200 hours into the wow. game since it came out i mean that's a great value <laughs> right yeah uh well we'll see that in some of the other games that are on my top list uh but the game is phenomenal the shooting there is no better shooter yeah it just feels so good there's no better shit. shooter like i you can't halo is close but that's obviously because it came from Bungie, <laughs> right, so yeah it's like the universe is beautiful. Yes, I mean, just the, the design of the game the is stunning. It's fucking awesome. The sky boxes are incredible. Those skies. Yeah, it's so it's so beautiful. I mean, I, I've said that about the first Destiny, and looking at the first Destiny compared to this one, it's like, what is that pile of shit? Like, that's how good <laughs> this game looks. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a looker. For me also, and I you know, I think a part of our difference in playing the game is that I also played a lot of the more yeah. online aspects with yes, other people. The, like Crucible and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the Crucible is awesome i i mean i i I understand the controversy surrounding the crucible with with the matchmaking and the limited number of people and uh there are issues with crucible but it's still it's so much fun pvp is a blast uh it should be to me far superior than playing call of duty online Mm. i'd much rather play destiny online uh i love it yeah uh the other big thing for destiny is that this game in particular i reconnected with a friend of mine from college that's cool and started playing the game together Mm -hmm. he and i played the game together all the time he just had a baby congratulations i don't know if he listens (laughs) to the show but uh baby's name destiny (laughs) right he uh he and i like reconnected we'd play super late together we'd have our headsets on so we'd catch up on bullshit you know the fact that I could just pick up a game and play with a friend that I like totally lost connection with and now we have a good relationship again mm-hmm. that if that isn't what makes an MMO good I don't know mm-hmm. what does it was almost like it was <laughs> destiny too oh <laughs> it's almost like it was also destiny yes, yes too right uh but the game is the game is great. I had a really great time playing with my friends. I still play the game. The winter shit that's going on is super fun. It's gonna be what'll be cool. This interesting to see is in a few years when that game is essentially complete. Right. The whole overall packaging, what the whole experience will be, because uh, they're gonna they're gonna run with this for a little while. Yeah. You think. 
And uh, yeah, and they and they're continuing to work on stuff, and people are picking up on shit this early, you know, uh, within the first year that they can improve this game over the next couple of years. It could be, you know, a masterpiece. Almost. Right. I mean, that's the thing that happened with Destiny, the first Destiny, and that's something that you needed to keep in mind with this game is that the game doesn't end in 2017 yeah. like all of these other games that are on the list. The game is going to end in three years or right. something. And okay. if you look at Destiny One. The first year of Destiny 1 kind of was a pile of garbage, and then they tweaked everything and made it way yeah, better. So, you know, we're in the growing pain stage again of Destiny 2, which is shitty, but it's better than where the first right. one started. And where are we going to get yeah, where does it after go? year one? Mm-hmm. I, it's, I, It'll I would improve. be shocked if it wasn't amazing, right. you know? It'll, it's going to get better, and yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully um, to dipping back in pretty soon. Well, you're always invited to play with me. I am almost always playing it. Yeah. (laughs) Need to level up. Number four for me, you had this a little bit lower on yours, with good reason, by Capcom, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. (laughs) Man, did I love this game. And because uh, I love Resident Evil so much, it's one of my favorite uh, franchises of all time. I recall uh, getting the first game and uh, playing through that like the day it was released. And then I let somebody borrow it and never saw it again. Fuck you. What was your name? I can't remember you. But if you're listening, I want my fucking copy of Resident Evil back. Wait, and you borrowed? You let, I let somebody borrow no, it? Yeah, let somebody borrow it. It was the original PlayStation. So, you know, it had the big fucking package. Oh. Right yeah. <laughs> And I haven't seen it since. But Resident Evil 7 came out recently. And like we discussed, um, Resident Evil, uh, you know, 6 and was not that good. Resident Evil 5 was okay. Resident Evil 4 was great. And uh, this time they shook up the formula. They went first person. They, they, they took a lot of inspiration from a lot of uh, the great indie horror games that have come out in recent years. Uh, Amnesia and, you know, there's several other ones. Um, but uh, they did their own thing, and I loved it. And a lot of those horror games, like Alien Isolation, man, I just can't deal with it. Just like you, it's a hard time for me to get through that shit because I feel so powerless. But at least in Resident Evil 7, they do give you some weaponry and you can fight back, and that's how I can power through a game like that. I'm really looking forward, and I'm hoping that uh, Capcom releases a update for it fairly soon, and rumors are they will, for the Xbox One X to uh, you know give it some uh, a little bit of an up-res because it looks like shit on the original Xbox. And uh, I'd like to jump into that again and actually play some of the uh, DLC, which I hear is really good. And they just released a um, free DLC pack featuring Chris Redfield that's a little more action-oriented if you wanted to pick that up. But yeah, mm, Resident Evil 7 is real spooky, but real good. Sorry, I... You know, the life of running a podcast network is... It never stops. Yeah. God. It's a Dangan Rampa. It's a Dangan Rampa of life. <laughs> uh, Ooh, top three. <laughs> top three. Okay, this game is great. I love this game. Uh, Finji's Night in the Woods. Mm, yes, this has made a lot of people's tops. Yes, this game is fantastic. It's one that came out early in the year, mm. and I really haven't stopped thinking about it. Um, it, the design is really great. The characters are so awesome. That's what I hear. Uh, all of the characters are so unique and I, I love them all and I'm so attached to each one of them individually. And it's, it's about a, like a young 20 something or whatever returning home yeah, so to their it's hometown a, or something Yeah, it's like about a, a girl and she, uh, is 
like in between semesters of her first year of college Mm -hmm. and she's like what is she doing with her life she's depressed she just it's all those feelings that you have when you leave house many of us have gone through yes yeah it's just they really capture it in a great way and each of the characters in the game that you interact with, they all have their own problems and baggage too. Mm-hmm. Just and, like real life. Yeah, I mean, they're just, the way that the characters are made is really real. I mm-hmm. mean, they're just really real characters. And they just happen to be like animals and yeah, shit. Cats really, and alligators yeah. and stuff. I mean, the game is super cute and it's really funny and there's times where you're, you just are bummed out about, uh, shit that happens in the game it's just it feels like real life it's just a really great game and it's super cute the score is amazing it's just great i love it i want to play that it's very good it does look good number three for me super mario odyssey by nintendo entertainment uh yes we talked about this super mario odyssey i mean the thing for me this is why this is so high up on my list is uh 2017 was a shit fucking year uh you know for me and for you know i think a lot of people can relate it was a really weird and trying time and uh we were if you paid attention to stuff we were in some weird situations that we've never been in before and they weren't really super happy times but goddamn when you when i threw on super mario odyssey it was just a smile on my face the entire time it just filled me with joy and i think it was you know like we talked about the gameplay is great it's nintendo it's the hallmark game so it's got to be awesome and of course they nailed that but it's that sheer joy that uh, mario can bring out with some of the just some of the characters that you meet, the worlds that you go to, and the things that you interact with that really kind of brightened, uh, brightened my end of the year here in, from October on. And uh, so, yeah, good job, Nintendo. Man, you've had a great year. And uh, Super Mario Odyssey is awesome. I, you know, I don't know where it stands in the pantheon of, of, of Mario games. Maybe I like Galaxy better when it first came out because that one was really interesting and unique. But, man, this is a great game, and especially if you have a kid, Rosalia's too. Rosalia's best wife. Mm, yes <laughs> she's best girl of all the right. mario girls uh-huh. and so yeah i mean if if you have a switch i think it is a must own game um go out of your way to get it mm, great job it's a me mario uh, wait one down one bad side where the fuck is luigi uh, that's that's your bad side that's my bad side dog because you can get luigi's out the year of luigi already happened i know okay but He's let's not forget dead. he is here and i don't like that their hat the hat that you can get that says luigi on it it says the l stands for winner it's like fuck you the uh, l stands for luigi dog <laughs> gets no respect yeah well he sucks so what makes sense no uh, <laughs> number two for me uh what remains of Edith Finch? Ah, yes. I Damn, love this need to play. game. This is another great indie game that, uh, you know, I, I wanted to play it. I really had no expectations going mm-hmm. into it. I got it the week it came out. And yeah, it had a lot of buzz, but yeah, I didn't really know what it was going to be. Yeah, it, it was great. It's like a lot of little vignettes, kind of. You're, you're piecing together your family history. Yeah, that's right. And again, each of these characters are super rich. A lot of funny and... Uh, touching stories about all these characters some of them are are really sad this is another game where i constantly think about it there there are stories that are told in this game that you're uncovering kind of the pieces of that will stick with you forever dang Um, 
it's it's just a really great game it's yeah. another one of those walking simulators mm-hmm. which you know so, might not be not, everyone's not cup everyone, of tea but. um but for me this this it's just a very good game i uh, fire firewatch got mm-hmm. a lot of praise mm-hmm. and that is a fine game i didn't love it and mm. certainly uh in the year after firewatch i guess i have been a little bit more skeptical of the game and and why it was so praised i think that this is a better version of one of those walking simulators Mm. there's a lot of little puzzles that you have to solve which maybe can string you along if you're not normally into that type of thing but i think that the stories and the characters are all so engrossing and so interesting uh i it it's it's just captivating. I mean, the hmm. story is really fantastic and that area is really beautiful too. It takes place in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. It looks, the graphics look good There's a too. lot of really beautiful like trees and scenery. Mm-hmm. It's like an old Victorian style like house. house. Yeah. It's I'm from the Midwest. So I, I have a lot of that similar foliage and house style like where i'm from so Mm -hmm. to me it reminds me of home and all the stories remind me of my family and the stories that you hear from your family as you're growing up and like piecing together that family history is just really you can relate beautiful yeah it's a great game that's cool man i need to play that one too (laughs) um number two for my game of the year is divinity original sin 2 by larian studios on the pc Man, this is probably um, the biggest RPG ever in terms of like a PC RPG and the ability to, for you to do whatever the kind of the fuck you want to do. It's such a robust system of of things that interact with each other, in, not only in combat, but outside of combat and dialogue and the actions that you can do. And the, um, they, it's so it's just bustling with so much shit to do that the first area can, which is like the prologue can take 30 hours to get through. <laughs> the content is insane. And just the amount that you can kind of play with the classes and, and uh, the different uh, characters that they already have built that have their own stories in it, man, it's just, there's tons of replay value in, in it. I haven't finished it because it's, it would take, it's going to take for fucking ever. But if you love games like Baldur's Gate, those old PC RPGs, um, you know, it, uh, Neverwinter Nights, you know, Icewind Dale, et cetera, et cetera. This is probably uh, Pillars of Eternity, what what have you. This is probably the best version of those types of game that has come along in quite a while. And there's been a resurgence of them. Um, but yeah, I hear it's supposed to be coming out for, for the uh, consoles fairly soon. The original Divinity is available. Uh, if you want to try that out, I'm sure you can get it pretty cheap. It's um, The original one is pretty good, but this man, wow. Larian Studios, which is cool because, you know, that somebody's still making these types of games. I'm glad that there's still an audience for that because I grew up on them. And uh, and yeah, so if you're a hardcore RPG enthusiast, love that D&D style shit, dog, get on that Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh boy, here we go, guys. Number one, my number one game of the year. Oh, You'll never it? see it coming. What is it? Persona 5. Whoa, what? All right, this is... If if nothing else about this game, this is a sixty dollar game yes. that I got over a two hundred <laughs> hours of content out of stylish content. That that is insane. It is a bulky game. That's fucking crazy that I got that much time out of a game that costs the same amount of money 
as other things on mm-hmm. this list that I maybe got <laughs> yeah. like eight hours of time out of. Um, and the, uh, the question is, did you finish it? I'm at the end of the game. That's still the, the you, you've gone through 200 hours and you still haven't finished it. That's <laughs> no. another testament to the amount of content in the game. Right. That it could, you would figure that, you know, hour 60, you'd, you'd it'd be over. No. no. You've got 140 more to go. Right. Right. And I mean, the reason why, you know, we've talked about this all year long, I feel like uh, the reason why I still haven't finished it is because I know that I'm about to walk into at least six hours right, worth gotta, of cut scenes and I don't have six hours to fucking <laughs> sit there and watch cut scenes. <laughs> um, but I am at the end of the game. Uh, I, maybe it shouldn't be my number one because I haven't finished no, it. That's, that doesn't mean you played, you've played more, well more of that game than you have a lot of the other things on your list. So I think you are, you can <laughs> judge it. It's, it's just a really fucking fantastic game. Yeah, I, 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 I love Atlas. I have said that forever and mm-hmm. I have said it multiple times on this show. They make great stuff. I love that company. I love the games. And this is like what I've always wanted from, <laughs> from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all their games are very similar stylistically. They all have a lot of uh choice related things going on in them japanese heavy yeah it's it's just a really great game the characters are all really fascinating there is a a chunk of the game where there's a little bit of a like why are these characters here um i don't really care about that because i the story is still Mm -hmm. really interesting and it's very heavy and again these characters have a lot of emotions and a lot of real anxiety and issues that are affecting them uh, and when you interact with each of the characters, you learn a little bit more about them and, and a little bit more about the thing that they're anxious about mm-hmm. or whatever is affecting them. Um, it's just a really great game. The and combat's the really fun. Visuals are off the charts. Yeah, the, the style of the game is phenomenal. Uh, the soundtrack is fucking awesome. Yeah. The soundtrack is so good. It's such a good game. The dungeons are super fun. Uh, it's just so easy to get lost in that world and just really be yeah, captivated by it. Damn, it's another one I need to play. I mean, another reason why I haven't finished the game is because I don't want that world to be over. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it's hard not, to say goodbye to a game yeah. like that. And that's not a game that gets like DLC or anything like that usually, right? right. Like ex- extended story stuff. You know? No, no, there's no extended sco- story. I mean, once you play the game, you play the game yeah. and then it's like, okay, well, I could start it over and maybe choose some different paths. But if you do mm. that, that's another several hundred hour yeah, commitment to, to a game spend a couple months yeah it's a it's a great game i i love it i, I again i don't know that it's for everyone but yeah uh, yeah but if you like jrpgs i've it, i mean much like danganronpa for me i think that this is a game that it's it's really easy to judge it immediately and think that you wouldn't be into it. I mean, that's what I did with Persona and with Danganronpa. Both of them, I thought, were games. There's no way that I would like it. It's just weeby trash, you know? <laughs> yeah. Even though I watch anime, I'm not a trash ball. <laughs> uh, there's no way I'm going to be interested in these things. And I played them, and they're both games that are on my top five. And now I'm a trash ball. <laughs> I am a trash ball. They're fucking phenomenal games. I'm a trash ball with still good taste in, that's true. in games. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, like half your list is games like I need to fucking play that are going to go on my backlog for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. Number one for me. I probably already figured this out. Uh, it's not too hard to figure out. 
Uh, <laughs> it is Nintendo's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, man, you know, the with Nintendo coming out with the Switch this year, it was a gamble. We didn't know exactly. It sounded like a cool idea. It looked pretty neat. Their first initial marketing videos were a little bizarre and, and seem, it seeming how young people would use it. But the... But it needed, the idea was great. This The idea for the Switch was awesome. And it seemed like, a, you know, the evolution of Nintendo would lead to this. But you didn't know if there were going to be some great games with it. And boy, did they deliver. And they delivered right from the get-go with uh, quite possibly one of the most fun Zelda games I've ever played because it was so different. Um, but that's what makes it also controversial. Not Some people don't really like the game. Some people don't like the weapon degradation system and uh, the uh, story. There's not as much, even though Zelda doesn't have a ton of story, there's, it, you're left to more... It's kind not of, linear. Yeah, it's not linear. You're left to more figure things out on your own. The, there's not the traditional dungeons. There's a few, there's a couple of them that are more traditional, but then there's a lot of these shrines that are smaller dungeons. I can see why people won't like that. But man, is it just, it does this incredible thing where we've all, many of us have played open world games and like we were t- I was talking about earlier with Ubisoft, they just dot a map with points to go to. Right, right. Whereas with this, you don't have a map that's dotted with everything. You are more compelled by your surroundings looking at them to go, I want to go up there. It just looks like you're like, there's something up there. Yeah. Just that the way it's almost like it's been designed where you look all the way around you and there's interesting things in every, any direction you walk. And then the also the other big thing is that they've got those little kokorok things that you can find and those are like in every everywhere that you think that would be okay there's something hiding there. There's something hiding there and that <laughs> feels good because it's like, you know, it's like in every game you're like, man, there's a there's a cave behind that waterfall and then you go and there's not one. It's like it's disappointing, but right. Nintendo has done it where it's like you're like there's a thing up there. Yeah, there's a thing up there. So it's very good at the carrot on the stick yeah. dragging you around, um, but in an open world. And uh, yeah, it was just a really cool um, redefinition of what Zelda is, still maintaining some of the uh, good stuff about it, been innovating in a lot of ways. And it, it's very interesting to see where some of the design choices made in this Zelda will affect some of Nintendo's other games. They really took a chance with this, and I think they hit it out of the park. And um, yeah, Nintendo, great job great game disclaimer the reason why that game is in my top 10 is because i played it for four hours on a flight uh and i really enjoyed it it was fun Mm. but the second i picked it back up the day after the flight i had no No idea idea what was going on where i was how to control anything i was in the middle of like a fight zone and I was just like, ah, that's a thing. Yeah. And I had, you can, just, bruh, you can walk into situations. It's like you walk in a situation and just die. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck did I do? Well, you're just not supposed to be there yet. It's right. No, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is going to be a little confusing. Right. Four hours was not enough time for me to really have a full idea mm-hmm. of what I thought. Um, before we move on to anything else, I'd like to say, uh, I think as everyone really has been saying as they've been releasing their game of the year, uh, lists um the switch great job wow i i had two switch games on my top 10 you had two switch mm-hmm. games on your top this 10 is the first year of the game that's crazy of the system which is insane like yeah. to, to have that quality of games plus splatoon i mean you had splatoon i've got these two and then there's other great games and then the third party stuff has started to show up intermittently start right. some better than others yes <laughs> i would um, say that there are some really great indie games that are on there yeah, a lot starting, of them that mm-hmm. i've already played and some right. of which are on this list that i played on other consoles or on pc or whatever um but uh yeah the indie i i'm excited most excited for the switch going forward with the indie games that are going to be coming yeah, out because i think that that library is going to start getting yeah, a little bit better and nintendo's going to 
I think all major companies did very fairly well this year. It's Nintendo with the Switch, like we said. Sony had some incredible games yeah, all Sony throughout the year. It. And Microsoft did some really good things here at the end with the Xbox One X and kind of changes perception of what uh, can be done with an Xbox and what to expect from Xbox. They're certainly still very far behind in terms of software and stuff. But um, I think there, there seems to be a buzz and excitement about what the, the Xbox One X can do. But it is a, it is a smaller um community but again microsoft doing a little damage control and being like hey we're, we're serious about this here's the here's the game system that you wanted so i think all companies did pretty well this year me too it's been fun fun for video games um okay that's we're, yeah, running we're running short on time in the studio so that concludes our video game portion <laughs> of the best of so you know we're gonna move on real quick and do a top five um animes and matches if you'd like to stick around for that and I think we'll also talk about maybe the best thing we ate as well. So yeah, let's uh, blast through we'll real blast quick. Through them. Uh, food, movie, TVs, <laughs> everything stuff. else. So food for me, I I think this came out this year. The Taco Bell Naked Chicken Taco. Oh, man, that was real good. It was so good. It was real good. Bring that back. <laughs> Why did they take it away? This should have been permanent. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was probably one of the better things that we tasted. I can't recall everything that we tasted on here. Um, those chips, those chips. honey butter chips. Yes, that best. was probably my favorite were the honey butter chips. Oh, they were so good. And, and I found similar uh, ones at Trader Joe's, which are um, pretty close, pretty really? close in style. Yeah. Tasty. For me, my top movie of the year is Good Times. Ooh. That's a fantastic movie. I loved it. Best movie of the year for me. Hmm, all right. Uh, I didn't see a ton of movies, but from what I saw, I really liked um, Get Out, and I really liked uh, Wonder Woman a lot. Mm -hmm. So those are some of my favorite ones, but there's a few that I needed still need to see. It was a pretty good year for movies, too, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite TV show was Mindhunter. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't watch a ton of TV, uh, but I did enjoy... Um, you know stranger things 2 was fine it was pretty fun and um yeah i don't I didn't really watch any series i like the you know new season broad city was all right but they're getting a little too big for their bridges <laughs> uh and then i just want to rate this because i wanted to give a shout out to this well i'm so torn i wrote down my favorite mini series was the sinner Ooh. uh that show was fantastic and it's nominated for a bunch of awards so definitely check that out i think it's even like available as like a box set now hmm. uh so you can watch it outside of having cable and watching it on usa but that show is fucking awesome also elias grace was really good uh mini series that was on netflix nice okay yeah, netflix has a lot of shit all right power hour because we have only a couple minutes left we can do this. this time all right so my top animes for the year in no order were gabriel dropout of course that show's so good it was so cute it's about uh an angel that is on earth that's <laughs> trying to like live as an earth student but it's she just wants to play video games all oh. day and be a piece of shit wow based on the john travolta movie michael yeah it's actually based on my real life i feel <laughs> uh <laughs> my some of my other favorites were interviews with monster girls whoa uh that show was just really cute <laughs> it was so cute and funny and all the characters are really sweet uh suradura children okay is based off of like a short um like manga just with little like little snippets of high school relationships um but it's oh all kinds of 
like all on that spectrum so like you know there's a story about like a guy that's nervous about asking his girlfriend out and there's a or asking a girl out Mm -hmm. and there's a story about a girlfriend that maybe wants the relationship to move a little bit further and she doesn't know how to approach that subject with the guy or two friends that want to date each other but they don't really know how Mm. to do that so So it's just really slices of high school life yeah it's cute uh Kino's Journey was probably the surprise hit for me. Uh, That show is about it takes place in like this really fantastical world where there's all these different countries and each country is really like well I I guess real countries are like that but they're all like (laughs) their own universe and they have like their own rules and and ways of thinking and there's not really communication between the other countries okay so they're all really like their own society civilized like societies yeah but like they're so close off from each other that like you don't there's not any kind of connection to Mm. anyone else it's really fascinating um but the story is about this girl kino who goes on a journey on a motorcycle and like the motorcycle can talk it sounds dumb but wow the motorcycle and her like talk and they have like a bond and they're going on this like cross-country travels <laughs> and each place is really different there's like a place that's really hostile there's a place where murder is legal but Whoa, the people don't purge world right and but it's not as dark and grotesque as purge world mm-hmm. is it's it's everything has it's concepts that you've heard of before and like fake travel but um right they're they're just a little bit more sophisticated Ooh. than than what you th- might think hmm. um and then my favorite show of the year was mmo junkie that show <laughs> oh my god it was so good it's so cute I like uh name. it's about a girl that quits her day job so that she can stay home and play mmorpgs online all day oh fuck yeah uh so living the dream yeah living the dream <laughs> All right, well, I hammered through my top five matches of 2017. Uh, number five, and I was a little biased because I was there live. On, from November 18th, NXT War Games, Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black. Man, this had everything. Incredible action, awesome athleticism, coupled with an interesting and weird and provocative story. And... Uh, with a great finish and a, and a cool little post, uh, post-match post promo. Um, really great job from uh, two newcomers in WWE. I hope to see more from them in the future. New co- well, not necessarily newcomers, but you know what I'm saying. Number four, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman from SummerSlam on uh, August 20th, 2017. This was just... This is what pro wrestling is when you think about pro wrestling. It's just a four giant dudes destroying each other and it was made for a great time number three you know i've kind of become a little bit of a i've always been a little bit of a weeaboo in terms for (laughs) for japanese wrestling it's the best wrestling on the planet and it was because of this match uh this year at the beginning of the year the year of kenny omega kenny omega versus kachiko kazuchiko okada um for the uh, from for the uh iwgp world heavyweight championship at new japan pro wrestling wrestle wrestle kingdom 11 on way back almost a year ago on um january 4th of 17 what fucking state-of-the-art pro wrestling hard-hitting it's it's long but if you've never watched pro wrestling before and you showed somebody that match they would be like what this is fucking incredible it's like an anime fight number two is and of course i'm a little bit biased because i was there live from uh the 29th of january royal rumble 
John Cena versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. This is where John Cena became tied Ric Flair to become the 16-time world champion. Great match by these guys in the WWE style. Uh, big moves, big kickouts, super fun to watch live, and 50,000 people were just hot for it. It was a great time. <laughs> And number one, going back to those two sweet Japanese bros, well, one's Canadian, Kenny Omega versus Kajiko Okada 2 from New Japan Dominion on June 11th of 2017. This is one of the most incredible pro wrestling matches that has ever existed, I think. It, and, it, and guess what? Nobody won. It was a 60-minute draw. They won an hour, and it was fucking edge of your seat the entire <laughs> time. Amazing stuff. I cannot wait until a couple days from now. New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Wrestle Kingdom 12 and my boy from the Los Ingobernables de Japón, Tetsuya Naito, is taking that title from Okada, baby. And then Alpha versus Omega, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Ooh, it's going to be so good. Mark your calendars. We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. what a year. What a year, right? Wow. What a year. We'll, we'll, won't forget this one. <laughs> When, uh, yes, we started some events and we, <laughs> we, we stopped, stopped some events. <laughs> uh, gee, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Let us know what your games are of the year, too. Yeah, definitely tweet at us. Um, especially, you know, I feel like my... I feel like both our lists actually this year were pretty pretty good. We got to cover a wide swath of different types of stuff, with too. the exception of Breath of the Wild, which is everyone's game of the year. I think our lists were pretty pretty different actually mm-hmm. than that a lot good. of what we I covered, saw. Yeah, we covered a lot of different <laughs> ground. It made me nervous. I dropped my sunglasses, but we did it, and people now know we play too many video games. Yeah, for real. Yeah. God damn it! All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. International.